0: and welcome to the Cambridge Union. Uh, For anyone who's new to any of our events, the way this is going to work is I will do a 30-minute moderated Q&A. Um, it'll just be like a casual conversation, and then we'll go into 30 minutes where you guys as audience members will get the opportunity to ask Millie any questions, um, and then after the event, we'll be doing a 20-minute meet and greet upstairs, um, but that's only open to union members, so if you really want to meet Millie at the end of this, do get your memberships online right now, so until Thursday, we're doing discounted memberships over £190, so do get your memberships during the event if you um, want to meet really after the event. Um, Cool. But without further ado, I'd just like to introduce our guest this evening. So tonight we have Millie B who gained popularity through the second noisy documentary Blackpool Grime One Year On, the artist behind the most used song of all time on TikTok. Her enter the B song has reached 40 million streams on Spotify, 17 million views on YouTube, countless millions of sound users on TikTok and has gone viral four times, most recently with Kim K using a post, um, and the song currently sitting at 65.3 million views. That was a lot of numbers to get through. Um, Cool. But, yeah, without further ado, um, we'll start with the questions. So I think the first thing that I kind of want to touch on um, is growing up in Blackpool and, like, being born in Lancashire. And I just wanted to, like, kind of get your views on how you think it's shaped who you are today, like, your upbringing and, like, growing up in Blackpool.
1: Um, Well, for starters, Blackpool, when you think of Blackpool, it's like fun, happy. Um, So I feel like a lot of my characteristics, you know, um, they come from that. Um, I had a really good upbringing, um, obviously had the beach on my doorstep, pleasure beach and all that. Um, So yeah, I definitely think Blackpool itself has definitely shaped me, who I am today. Um, I feel like a lot of my humour is from Blackpool, you know, you've got the Blackpool slang. Um, so yeah.
0: Yeah, so like, obviously, so you've kind of talked a bit about growing up in Blackpool and how you listened to a lot of Lady LaShaw with your mum and how that was kind of a big source of music inspiration mm. when you were younger. Did that kind of lead you into discovering Blackpool grand media or was there like another way that you discovered it and then beca- became like, really into it and then kind of wanted
1: to make music? Um, I think it was at like the same time. Um, I think I was about 14 when I started watching Lady Leashes uh, when she did um, a Queen speech. So she used to do all those queen speeches and that's how I wanted to come across as funny, you know, have my like, character instead of like being serious. I feel like in grime people t- can be like too serious rather than just being funny and you know having fun with it. Um, but yeah, uh, listening to Lady Leisha definitely gave me the inspiration to go forward with Grime. Um, I listened to Eminem when I was growing up as well, so he's like a big inspiration of mine as well. Um, but it wasn't until I actually left school, um, till I actually moved forward with Grime. You know, I'd never really done it. I'd rapped along to it and stuff, but never actually went forward with it. Um, so yeah, I definitely think it's Lady Leisha, Eminem... Um, And music itself definitely has a big part to play with it. I used to do singing. That's how I started my music journey. Um, And then, yeah, it kind of evolved from there.
0: So, like, when you kind of came across BGM as kind of, like, a platform or, like, a way to kind of get into music, did you kind of come across that on Facebook or on Instagram or is there, like... like someone talk about it with you. Like, how'd you kind of get into BGM specifically?
1: Um, so I discovered it on YouTube. YouTube was like the thing back in like the day. <laughs> um, so yeah, I used to watch it on there. I used to um watch all the people on there, and then I thought, you know, I want to do it myself. Um, so I just sort of just had a spontaneous thought and just went with it. Really.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's taken you so far, right? Mm. Like, and I think with the success of kind of BGM specifically, um, I think, so initially when we look at BGM, it was like Afghan Dan Mm. and Little T that were kind of like the first kind of successful BGM artists, right? But then when we look at who's actually like the most successful right now, it's you and it's Sophie. Mm. And what do you think kind of made you guys stand out over, you know, Afghan Dan, who I think is in prison. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) so, like, what do you think it was specific? Like, was it just because you guys were really fun? um, Or do you think there was something that was different about you guys?
1: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, we're both, You know, we're both like hard workers. I think that's what it is. We're we're girls for starters, you know, nothing towards men, but I think men can take it quite seriously. That's the thing with me, I don't take myself too seriously. I can have a laugh, got good banter, good sense of humor. So yeah, I think think we just had, we were just very different. Um, And obviously it was girl on girl. So it brought a lot of attention to it. Um, and I think the things we said as well brought up a lot of attention to it, you know. We, yeah, we had no filter back in the day, but <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, so like, do you think that there are lessons to be taken from that in terms of like, do you think that there were things that, you know, the artists that I mentioned before, like Little T,
1: Afghan mm. Dan, could
0: have done differently?
1: Definitely, I've, I've said, you know, the guy who actually run the channel you know, there was no questions of, you know, you know. do you think you should be saying them things? You are quite young. I was only 16, she yeah. was 14, little T was like 11. Yeah. So it's like, you know, nothing was ever said, like, you know, do you think you should be saying that? Yeah. You know, but I think it's sort of a good thing. So I wouldn't be probably sat here today if it weren't for that. Yeah. Um, um. But yeah, I mean, I've learned a lot of lessons, you know, throughout it all. I was a kid myself, but I didn't actually realize there was a lot more younger kids watching my videos that was probably half my age. So it has taught me a lot, a lot of valuable lessons.
0: Yeah, and I kind of want to go into now, like the reception behind M to the Bee, or like Sophie Aspen Send, which was like the initial kind of title. So I think one of the things that kind of struck me, kind of looking back at the way people responded, Um, is that, you know, obviously you're from a working class background and Blackpool is amongst one of the most, like, 10 deprived towns in Britain. But a lot of, like, a lot of people love the song, Mm -hmm. but then a lot of people, the reception kind of seemed to be um, kind of mocking you, but Mm -hmm. you were still a young girl. And obviously a lot of people doing that, I think, were adults, Mm -hmm. which is a bit weird because they have, like, a lot more power Mm -hmm. than you um, as a young girl. Kind of looking back at the way some of those people treated you, what would you kind of say to them now?
1: Probably just I didn't read your comment. I weren't really that bothered anyway. Um, you know, yeah. I I can sound quite toxic, but I see the haters as the motivators. You know, yeah. you just want to do better. Like, no matter what you do in life, you're always gonna have haters. So yeah. do what you want to do. I think so, yeah, I think that's really good
0: advice. You know, and yeah. I think
1: as well. You know, people sort of. You know, it's like where I'm from doesn't define who I am as a person. You know. Birmingham, London, they can be, yeah, they're deprived towns, you know, and they still have really good artists. So I think it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be spoken about like that because there are a lot of, you know, good artists that come from them backgrounds and stuff. So yeah, I definitely think just because of, you know, you're in a deprived background and a place doesn't define who you are as a person. So, yeah.
0: I think that's really cool and I think Kind of moving on from that, I think we kind of heard before that, um, like you and Sophie were obviously saying like things about each other. It was like girl on girl. Um, and I think what was really interesting, again, I've like read a couple of your interviews before this, um, but in some of them you mentioned that you'd never actually met Sophie in real life before you kind of made the song. So could you like initially just talk me through the process um, of mm-hmm. like putting the song together and writing it?
1: Yeah, so it was quite a quick process, to be honest. Um, obviously, Sophie had recently joined the channel, so I'd seen there was a girl on there, and I just had a spontaneous thought and thought, you know what, I'm just gonna send for this girl. Didn't even know her, you know, it was just me being co- a cocky 16-year-old. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just so I messaged the channel, and he nearly ripped my arm off. He was like, yeah, you know, obviously he knew it was gonna bring a lot of attention to the channel. Um. So yeah, I just messaged him and then he said, yeah, come on. So I wrote my bars and the day after I was filming it. (laughs) So yeah, it was quite quick. It was just, I didn't really give people the chance to sort of doubt me and be like, do you really want to do that? You know, do you think it's good doing that? You know, I just sort of went with what I wanted to do and I'm glad, you know.
0: So kind of, you put it together like kind of quickly, right? And then when you posted it, how did like, the initial success of it kind of take you like w- were you surprised by it or yeah like, so it yeah.
1: wasn't really great because for start he said he was gonna send me the video before it was actually released now we did get it was night time that it was filmed as well so he had this big bright camera a uh, big bright light in my face so it got all like <laughs> you could see everything yeah. you know um so when he sent it when he actually released it. I'd seen it, um, and I wasn't happy with it, so I messaged him and said, "Can you take it down?" So we did actually remove it the same night it was released, but it was already re-uploaded on YouTube, which is a good thing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I wasn't happy with that. He took it down, um, but it still got like quite a lot of views. It got a couple of million views or whatever. And that was a lot back then. Yeah. Um. And then I still continued to do it, you know, we were sending for each other and whatnot. Um, And then, yeah, I decided that I wasn't gonna do it anymore.
0: But like, and obviously, I think the song came out when you were 16, 16, right? So how do you, when you're kind of suddenly kind of become famous overnight, right? How do you find yourself navigating that fame and the way that kind of people respond?
1: It was quite overwhelming because I'd not long left school, it was hard because you know I couldn't even go to a shop without being noticed. So that was yeah. quite hard as a teen because um, I didn't expect the amount of attention it got. Obviously, I knew it would get attention, but I didn't think that it would go as far as it did. Um, yeah, that was quite hard. You know, leaving school, having all this time on my hands, everyone knowing who I am. Um, See, so, yeah, how it did affect me, but. It's made. It's you know. It's made me into shape. Me into the person I am today. You know. If if you hate on me, I'll just laugh. I'm so laid back. it's just, just deal with it.
0: And like speaking of fans, do you think? Can you na- like? Have there ever been any kind of weird encounters that you've
1: had with fans? Um, yeah. So I was at the pleasure beach, um, and someone was filming me and my daughter. Yeah. And they put it on TikTok and was like, oh, Millie, be with a daughter. And it's like, why don't you just come over and say hi? Yeah. Like, get a picture. I'm, I'm I'm, not the one to be like, no, nah, I'm with my kid. I'm not gonna yeah. get a photo. you like, you can't have best of both worlds. And that's another thing, you know, you can't have best of both worlds. I can't really moan when people notice me when I'm out, when I'm with my family, because if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be so su- successful. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that is hard, but you know, I love it. I do love it.
0: And then kind of onto the other aspect of the kind of success that you had, right? So obviously with Kim K using the sound and then with the TikToks that people were making Mm. with the sound, I think in the popularity of it, you kind of became the face Mm. of the typical kind of British chav because of the makeup that you had um, and stuff like that. Um, What was that like? Like, was that something that you came to embrace? Or was it something that you found hurtful in the way that people Mm. were using this out?
1: No, I definitely embrace it, you know, yeah. It's funny, you know, I I have a sense of humor at the end of the day, I don't take it to heart. You know, we all probably look like that at 16, you know, our makeup with lines and thick eyebrows and contour, you know, contour's only just becoming a thing recently, isn't it? So I don't think anyone knew how to contour back then. So, you know, I was a kid, I was having a laugh, living my life, so. Yeah, you, you've got to embrace it. Yeah. You know, you've got to be very thick-skinned as well to be out there in the public. You know, be on TikTok, and you've got to just deal with it. Otherwise, you're not made for it, really. You know, I can't really moan about it because I've put myself in that situation. You know what I mean? You're yeah. gonna get it no matter what. No matter if, if you, even if you're Adele, you're gonna get haters. So, yeah.
0: And like, I think hearing you talk, I think what is so admirable about you is how you do have a great sense of humour mm. and how you are, like, so thick-skinned. Mm. I think, is that something that you've always had or is it something you've kind of had to develop?
1: Um, I'd say I've always, you know, growing up, like, I've, I've always been different, because obviously I've got ginger hair. So it like ginger, not ginger biscuit, you know? It'd always be that through school. So I've always, I think I've just had to just... Grow some balls, you know? I don't yeah. really know the right yeah. word to say it, but just deal with it, you know? Yeah. Um, there's nothing you can say to me that someone else had not already said or I've not said about myself, you know? I know I look like a child and I know my makeup was shocking, but whose wasn't at that age? And
0: is there like, do you find yourself having kind of a core support system? that yeah. kind of help
1: you deal Yeah, because that's the thing with, obviously I'm speaking here about the haters. I do have a lot of support as well, yeah. you know, and that is why I continue to do it. You know, my inboxes of people saying, you've helped me with my mental health. Now, I can't really see why, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but... I suppose it is an uplifting, it's not a sad song, is yeah. it? It's an uplifting yeah. song at the end of the day. So yeah, if you want get, to get anger out, I'll just stick M to the B on, innit? And no, we've, been,
0: we've been playing it in the building have like you? this entire week in the office, yeah. so yeah. Um, but would you say like with that support system, like would you say like it's been a process building kind of people close to you that you can trust or have you always had like one or two people that you could always go to?
1: Yeah, so I've never really had friends that are there, you know, friends come and go at the end of the day. I've got acquaintances, but I've not really had a friend that's there through everything. I'd say, like, my mum. My yeah. mum's my biggest fan, my biggest supporter, so... You know, and family, you can rely on them, can't you? Friends yeah. come and go, you know, but blood's there forever, so, yeah, she's been my biggest supporter.
0: Um, And then, like, talking about your family, so obviously you've mentioned your daughter, um, and I was just a Obviously I think everyone here would agree that in like the current world, kind of the internet has become such a huge part of our lives. Um, and it kind of is something that we're all kind of on. So with your daughter, obviously she's quite young now, mm. but if she, like when she's your age and she wanted to do something similar, like how would you feel about that? Would you support it? Definitely
1: would, yeah. I'd support her no matter what she wants to do. You know, if she went down the same route as me, I'd probably educate her a little bit more cause I wasn't really educated at that age, you know? <laughs> The things that I was saying, I shouldn't have said. but you know, I was 16. We all say daft things, we all do daft things. Um, but yeah, you know, I wouldn't stop her from doing anything. I'd just try and educate her because like I say, I've learned a lot of valuable lessons throughout my journey with music, good and bad. Um, so yeah, I'd support her no matter what she wants to do, whether she wants to do music, anything.
0: Yeah, and I think that's really sweet. And like. When we talk about the internet right and you obviously kind of became really famous at a young age but i think the internet's kind of changed a bit now Definitely. as well
1: people there... could have a laugh back then yeah it's like if me and like sophie have even said if we said half the things we said back then and if we said them now we'd be cancelled i wouldn't have a tick tock i wouldn't have a career yeah or it's like people back then seemed to you know they could have a laugh people saw it as humor funny but just the world's changed, hasn't it? So, yeah,
0: and is there anything that you see today that kind of scares you about the internet and the kind of world?
1: Yeah, just as, just the trolls and, you know, what people... Like, I'll see people do videos and it's like, they've said this, they've said that, and it's like, you know, people can't just keep the thoughts themselves. You know, they've always... They've got to stick with 20p and, um, you know, the world is a very... It's a cruel place, but... What can you do?
0: <laughs> yeah and kind of moving on from that into like I think past kind of you as a child I think so you're currently still making music so you had some music out earlier in the year um with the release of Meant To Be um so what do you kind of see for yourself next?
1: So I still want to create music um I'm wanting to like switch it up a little bit do all like different genres um instead of just like because people know me for baseline and like bouncy yeah. music it's you know, I want to do all different like garage, house, you know, <clears throat> things that are, you know, quite relevant now, you know, so I am definitely gonna stick with my music. I, I did think in the past, you know, I'm too old for this, you know, do I really want to do this? But, you know, since sticking at it and doing more music and the feedback that I'm getting and how people say, you know, you've got talent, you know, that keeps me going. Um, and, you know, I just want to make a, a good a good future for me and my daughter, so, yeah.
0: And With your music, would you say there's any, like, do you have any dream collabs or like?
1: Any... I'd love to collab with Lady Leisha. Definitely, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. up there, yeah, definitely, or, yeah. Someone who raps, definitely. Yeah,
0: so, and then kind of with record deals and stuff like that, do you find that being famous at a young age has kind of helped you navigate the music world a lot easier? in terms of like knowing when people might be taking advantage of you and stuff like
1: that. Definitely, yeah, yeah. I've made uh, quite you know, a few daft decisions in the past, but I'm glad because it's made me very aware of, you know, how the music industry can be. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I said, I think everything happens for a reason. I needed that kick up the backside to be like, right, yeah. you know, you need to keep your wits about you.
0: Yeah, um, and kind of, Obviously, there are a lot of people in this room who might be considering kind of making music Mm -hmm. or using that as an avenue. What advice would you kind of have for them? Or like, what do you think some things that they should be kind of wary of?
1: Um, I'd just say stay consistent. Obviously, social media is, you know, social media is everywhere, you know, everyone uses it. So definitely get on there, be consistent, keep posting. Um, and as for advice, just you do you. Yeah. Just, yeah.
0: And we kind of talked a bit about music mm. and obviously like expanding into music. Is there anything you want to do outside of music? Um, like in terms of acting or have you just like always kind of been focused on music? I've
1: thought about acting in the past. Yeah, yeah cause obviously yeah, I can have good banter and whatever. Um, yeah, for now, definitely just stick at the music for now. And who knows what the future brings. Do you have
0: any spoilers that you can give us of anything exciting you have in the way? Or...
1: Um, so, yeah, um, I've got a house song coming out soon, working on a garage song um, and also a drum and bass one as well. That's so, really yeah, cool. I'm doing all different stuff at the moment, so...
0: And, like, have you ever been kind of at the club or something and heard your songs? Last kind of week
1: like, I was out and it was on. It is yeah. it, when I go out, they play the DJ. The DJ clocks me, I'll play it.
0: Yeah, is it like, do you find that weird or do you kind of I enjoy laugh at the it? La- yeah, yeah,
1: I just laugh at it. When I'm out, I sort of, I am, I do expect to be noticed. Sometimes yeah. I can go out and no one notices me, and that's fine. But you know, I've got to sort of have my my character head on. You know, not, yeah. I not have too many drinks and show myself up like I've done before. Um, but yeah, I think people forget though you know it is a character, you know it well, it is me, obviously, but that that you see in the video obviously you you see a totally different person in that yeah. video to what I am in normal, you know, people can be like, oh, I thought you was a
0: <laughs> yeah. Before, no, you can before, swear.
1: You oh, can right. swear, <laughs> Yeah. I thought you was a bitch before yeah. you joined so uh, TikTok, and you're yeah. actually a really nice person. It's like you see a three minute video, and you think what you want. I mean, I'd probably think I was a bitch if I saw that video for the first time. But yeah.
0: And I think like a lot of our guests previously have talked about this kind of a gap between kind of their real personalities, but then who they are as like kind of characters or hmm. actors or like personas, right? Yeah. Would you kind of say that the, the same is true for you in terms of you like are a different person with your family, but then when you meet people and you meet fans, you kind of have to switch into like a different side of your personality?
1: I'd say I'm the same, but say I can switch into character, say if I'm having a bad day and someone is like, hi, Millie, you know, I've then got to be like, hi, you know, yeah. and whatever, um, keep my feelings under control. Um, I'm definitely the same person, but as in like character, it's like, obviously, I'm I'm Millie i yeah. I'm Millie at home, I'm yeah. mum, you know? So yeah. it's like, I'll do the school run, and it's like, oh, it's Millie B there. Even my daughter's at it now, oh, M to the B, Millie B. I'm <laughs> like, oh, you start, <laughs> but.
0: Has your daughter seen the video then? She's not
1: heard um, it, but yeah. she's seen little things of it and stuff. Obviously, she's getting a bit older now, so like, things have been mentioned when she's been in nursery, like the teachers have said things, like, oh, I think that's Millie B. And like, she, they're very absorbent kids, aren't they? Yeah. So they absorb everything. Um, but yeah, I'm not trying to, I'm, I do keep her away from that. And obviously yeah. I do want her to know, you know, I'm in music and she'll find out all that when she's old enough, but just the language that I don't like, you know, I don't want her hearing and stuff like that. But Would yeah, so It's think- like, I recently did a video um, with my little girl. So I did a song for my little girl and um, she was in it as well. I blurred her face out and stuff like that because obviously I don't believe in kids should be yeah. on there. <clears throat> um, so yeah, she knows I'm like in the music industry and stuff, but I just want to keep that away from her <laughs> for now, do you for you as have, long as possible. Do you
0: have like a plan of how you might kind of introduce her to that or is it just something that you're going to kind of hit?
1: Yeah, probably when she's at least 12, 13, 14 at yeah. least. Yeah, when, when she knows. What swear words mean? Um, But, yeah, I want to keep her away for as long as possible, definitely.
0: And kind of what we've... Like, we've talked a lot about the limelight and, like, how you kind of tackle with that. And I think this is... Like, a lot of people want to be famous until they're famous, right? Like, they really want the fame and everything that comes with it. And then they when they're famous, they're like, actually, this is, like, really hard. Mm -hmm. Do you ever kind of find yourself wanting, like, peace and quiet instead of, like... You know, going out on the street and then like having to be like really nice to people even when you might be having a terrible day?
1: I think we all want a bit of peace and quiet. Um, but I think this is this is the life that I've known for seven years now. Yeah. You know, I was sixteen, I'm now twenty three. So, you know, this is my life, this is what I enjoy doing. I enjoy making people happy, making people's days, even if it's just, you know, saying hi to them that can yeah. make someone's day, you know. It, I do it, I love it. So yeah, I do sometimes want a quiet life, but I enjoy, I enjoy being out there.
0: And like, if you weren't making music, right? Like, let's kind of take into like an alternative kind of universe where you might not have made Sophie Aspenson when you were 16. Mm. What do you think you might be kind of doing now? Like, what do you think? the alternative kind of world might look like?
1: Um, probably nursing. So before it actually went viral on TikTok, um, I was doing like nursing degrees and stuff. Um, so I was in college doing that. So probably, yeah, nursing yeah. or working with kids or something like yeah, that. and yeah.
0: I, I guess like it kind of takes you back because you've always, always talk, like you've kind of talked about how you have such a passion for making people happy Mm. and kind of looking after people. Yeah, I think that's why I wanted to do it because
1: it's very rewarding the job. So yeah, I think I get more happiness out of making other people happy rather than myself. I'm a people pleaser.
0: No, no, no. I understand that. Um, And then kind of the last thing before we go to audience questions, because I've had a lot of requests for this ever since the time card came out. Um, Is there any chance that you could sing or rap the first couple of lines Yeah. Um, the beat, <laughs> and the audience can join in um, if they want as well <laughs> yes um, you can take it away whenever yeah. you're ready
1: Just trying to get the back in track yeah 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 do, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah You know the, yeah 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 if you don't know me, I'm M to the B, coming in hard. You better watch it, Sophie. You think you're the only girl doing grime? M to the B's a stepping line, coming in hard with my bars. Sophie Aspen is about to get pard. Read your bars off your iPhone 4. I don't do that shit. I do it hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, don't sound as sweet, you know.
0: I think, honestly. I think you've made a lot of people's years yeah. um, um, with that. I've had a lot of requests. Every time I mentioned it, that was yeah. the first thing people asked me. Yeah. Um, so that's really cool. Um, so what we're going to do now is we'll head to audience questions. So if you just want to raise your hands and then we'll get a mic to you as soon as possible. Yeah, we'll get like a mic to you as soon as possible for questions. Um, at the front there. Thank you.
1: Um, hi, I discovered you like way back in the day and <laughs> I thought you were very <laughs> cool. Um, but I've always been wondering what is slash was your relationship with Sosby Aspen like? Cause I always thought, gosh, you can't actually say that, can you? Like I thought you must be friends or something. Like, so yeah, what's your relationship? Back then or now? Uh, both throughout both. the ages. Um, yeah. yeah, so back then I created the beef. There was no beef <laughs> to start. I was just a cocky teenager, just starting beef for no reason. Um, so that, yeah, I actually created the beef. Um, now it's like a bit like that, because you probably know how social media can be, you know, people stir the pot and whatever. I wouldn't say we're best of friends, but we, we, we can be civil, you know, we're both adults now, you know, we're not kids anymore, so there'll, there'll be no sending. Don't worry about that.
0: <laughs> um,
1: anyone else? I shouldn't see
0: in front of you. Hi. Hi. I also discovered you back in the day.
1: Oh, great.
0: <laughs> um, I was wondering though, you mentioned about like little T being 11 and Sir Catherine being 14 and you being 16. Was there any questions raised like with the people at BG? I don't know how big BG Media as mm. an organization were. At these ages, like, was, was there any like questions of whether it was like actually appropriate or anyone asking any questions at all?
1: Nothing. No, that's Nothing. what I was saying. You know, there was, oh, do you think you should be saying that? You are a bit young to be saying that about someone's sister. Um, but no, there was yeah. there was none of that, which was quite... Um, yeah, it's quite concerning, really. Yeah. Cause to say he was in his 30s as well, the guy, but, yeah. And it was in his box bedroom, and his mum's, mum's house, but, yeah.
0: Do you, like, do you think there should have been a lot more done, I guess? And this could be true There should have been a, a lot more support,
1: yeah. and, you know, when was going on to these things like Noisy, you know? Yeah media coaching and stuff like that. Yeah. There was, was none of it, you know? So I think we made ourselves look a bit idiotic in some of the interviews and stuff, you know, because we didn't have that training, but, you know, we was young, so we yeah. definitely should have had that, but no.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, any other questions? Um, we'll go over here and then we'll go back over there. Hi, I also discovered you back in the day. (laughs) Great. I
1: was just going to ask, like, you kind of blew up overnight, I guess. Um, What were your family's reactions? Like, were they supportive or were they kind of just, like, confused? Yeah, yeah, definitely supportive. Um, I think it was a shock to all of us, really, you know. None of us really expected it. And still now, I'm, like, I'm a bit, like, I'm really privileged to be here. Like, I'm like, wow, this is, like, crazy, you know. I I still don't... I'm still, like, wow, wowed by it. Um, But, yeah. Hope that answers (laughs) your question,
0: sorry. (laughs) Um, I think there was another hand over here, so we'll go back over here. I wanted to underline how like a global success you were because I went to high school in Poland and I found out about the video and it was a huge thing between me and my friends and it was just like, so it's so amazing for me to see you now today because I never thought that I'd see you in person and it was a huge thing even in Poland back in elementary school. But my question is like, when... (laughs) it got big and you started getting a bigger reaction to the video. How did you feel about people from like extremely privileged backgrounds, even like Kim Kardashian for instance, kind of reacting to the video in like a mocking way? Not like, I feel like it might be interpreted kind of being out of touch or not aware of the fact that people can come from different backgrounds. Did you ever feel like it might be kind of disrespectful in a way? How did you feel about that?
1: You know what? No, I never actually thought that. Even when people do, like, the chad videos and stuff, I, I just laugh at it. I just think it's funny because, at the end of the day, they're, they're paying my bills at the end of the day, aren't they, I suppose, you know? It's like with the haters, the more they hate, the more I, I get publicity from it. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've got past it now where it's like I used to cringe. At, I still do cringe at my makeup and how I looked, but, you know, it's, everything's meant to be.
0: <laughs> um, any more questions from the audience? Um, at the front over there. Hi. Um, I just wanted to ask, um,
1: what your favourite or best bar is. Ooh, probably not appropriate, is it? <laughs> well, you, can, we, you can talk um, about anything you want. Let me think. I know what it is. What? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um. Yeah, uh, probably that you look like a man in drag. (laughs) (laughs) Something like that, I don't know. Um, That's what I mean, because the things we said back then, they were funny, but if I'd said them now, and like created it, because if I created M to the B now, I would probably be cancelled. But I don't know, my best bar. Probably It's M to the B, because that's the the most famous one, really, isn't it? That's, like, the chant that got me to where I am. (laughs) (laughs) It is a bar. It's M M, M to the B, it's M to the B, that's a bar.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I guess, really quickly, then, on cancel culture, do you kind of think it's kind of a good thing? Or would you like, do you think it's just a thing of like changing with the times?
1: Yeah, definitely. Cause you know, there were nothing like that when I yeah. was younger. I think people just wanna bring others down. They don't like seeing people succeed in life. That's what it's all about control and just trying to bring people down. And yeah, I think it's a lot of it's jealousy, yeah. I think, you know. You can't say anything nowadays. You can't speak your mind. You can't have a laugh. It's just, yeah, the world's changing too much. Um,
0: and then any more audience questions up at the front there. Um,
1: sorry, that was a laugh. Um,
0: I didn't first hear you on BG Media. I heard you through Mimulus and Will E, oh, right. who are now <laughs> now very successful YouTubers. In mm. fact, Mimulus came here yeah, last so. year. Um, what's your opinion on people like that having built their careers effectively off, I think we um, helped. Media. Sorry, sorry.
1: Oh, sorry, no, carry on.
0: No, yeah, that was the end, that was the end. All answer.
1: right, yeah, I think we, we helped each other, you know, I can't sit here and be like, yeah, you know, I'm the reason why, you know. Um, yeah, I think we helped each other. Um, I can't really slate him for what he did, you know, he was just reacting to our videos at the end of the day. Um but yeah, I definitely think it's helped us both to, to to get to where we are. I don't know what he's doing now. Is he still reacting to videos and stuff like that? Or
0: uh, I haven't I haven't really watched him since I was oh, about fifty. <laughs> yeah, well, <But. laughs>
1: that's what I mean, yeah, um, yeah. Um, any more
0: questions? We'll go over there and then we'll come back over here. It's alright.
1: Um, hi, um, do you feel like, you know, being thrust into the limelight at 16 kind of aged you or forced you to grow up um, prematurely and, sorry, two-parter? Um, do you feel like that's had any impact on the way that you're going to raise your daughter? Um, I think it's had an impact on, yeah, I've had to, I've had to grow up, you know, I'm dealing with all this hate at 16, at 16, no one should have to deal with that at any age, let alone 16. Um, I don't think it's had an... Im- well, yeah, I do, actually. Because I know what people can be like, so I think I will be a lot more protective of my daughter and because I know what the world's like, I know what people are like. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I definitely think it, it would. Thinking about it, I thought, nah, but, yeah, definitely. I think it does have an impact on that.
0: Yeah, I think there was a question over
1: here. So you mentioned um, until Sophie joined BGM that you were basically the only woman in this sphere. Um, were there any moments,
0: especially as a young girl, that felt particularly isolating or sort of, I guess, discouraging? Being the only girl in a in a space like that.
1: Being the only girl. Yeah. What on BG Media? Oh, BG oh no, Media. I wasn't the only girl oh. on there. So Sophie was on there first, Oh. and then I joined. Yeah, so she was actually the first girl on there. Um, but there was a lot of judgment with obviously being a girl. You know, it was like oh, a girl doing grime. You know, and it shouldn't be like that. I feel like it needs to be more normalised. You know, if if it's what a woman wants to do, you know, it, it you shouldn't be put down because it's like a male thing isn't it you know you see grime and it's like males you know it, women need to to go with what they want to do definitely
0: um, i think there was another question i think this might be your biggest fan uh, when i met her at the freshest <laughs> Fair, she was really into the song but yeah at the... hi hi um i was going <laughs> to i was going to ask whether um so after you released the song did you feel a pressure either from yourself or from other people around you to create something like bigger or, or better? Or did you never really have that pressure put on you to you know, outdo yourself again?
1: Um, so I think when, I, when I'd done it, I think the attention that it got made me not want to do it in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was because I was so young, you know, it was like all this attention, like, oh, you know, I think now, I definitely need to, you know, do something better, bigger and better than this M to the B one because that's, like, my most viral one. So it's, like, what can I do now? It doesn't to... get
0: better than M to the I no, I don't think it will, It doesn't really. get better. <laughs> you know,
1: that song is what it is because of the way I look, mm. the way I come across, you know, my personality, you know. So, yeah, I don't think I'll be able... I'd have to do a remake, wouldn't I, really? <laughs> Seven years later. <laughs>
0: Um and then I think there's a question all the way up there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um. Sorry, what did you say? Do I have anything to say to them? I think we didn't help. The fact that (laughs) I don't think we had a good impact on it, but I think we have as well. It's had a good and a bad impact on it, you know. I don't want grime to just be seen as slating someone. You know, grime is real music. You know, like I recently did one about my little girl. and I think people didn't really like that because it's not my personality. People look at me as Millie B, the one who says, you know, I'm not even saying it, but, you know, people look at grime and they think, it's just slating someone and saying this and saying that, but it is real music, so... I just say stick the big middle finger up to that, to be honest, I don't really know what I can really say about that.
0: Um, I think we have time for two more questions. So if anyone has a dying... Okay, cool, so it'll be really easy. We'll go one, and then we'll go two over there. Right, so you've, while you're speaking, you made reference a few times to how after when the song blew up, people would refer to you as a chav or make comments about British Chav and make videos regarding that. Mm. Do you think it's a shameful thing to be regarded as a chav? Do you think people use it in a classist way? Um or to put down people from the north or from working class backgrounds. Yeah. Is that something you're ashamed of?
1: It's not something I'm ashamed of now. Um I think people can call you a chav even if you've got like big hoop earrings in an attract suit. It's People have their own different perception on what a chav is, you know, what is a chav. Um, You know, but I'm definitely not ashamed because like even now I'd still wear a tracksuit and I'd like me air in space buns. That's just how I like it. Um, So yeah, I'd definitely say no, not ashamed at all.
0: And then our last question right at the front. Hi, so I suppose, Whenever you released a song, and I know my sister is extremely jealous of me seeing you right now, but <laughs> did you think that, like, anyone, like, around you, like, your friends or, like, the people who, like, live near you, did that change your relationship with them at all? Did they, like, approach you more, like, try to become, say, more friendly with you? Or did they maybe, like, move away?
1: Um. So, really, I've not really had consistent friends there anyway, obviously, because... I've had a child quite young as well, so they're off out partying and whatever. Um, But I feel like some of my friends have tried to like, fangirl me and I'm just like, don't do that. Like, I'm still Millie, you know? I I think people shouldn't change the way they respect you or look at you just because of, you've got a few million views, you know? I'm still the same person no matter what, so yeah.
0: Um, Yeah, and then kind of the last kind of thing, which we ask all of our guests, um, is kind of if you had to give like students at Cambridge kind of three pieces of advice as someone who's kind of like gone kind of past the stages of life that we had. So obviously like we're like 18 to kind of 21-year-olds, what kind of three pieces of advice would you give us?
1: Being in like the music yeah. industry or just like or anything, anything just about life in general? Um be yourself. Don't take shit. Um, And live your life. I
0: think there's a really good three pieces of advice to end this interview on um, but yeah as I mentioned at the start thank you so much Millie. No thank um, you
1: for inviting
0: me. No, it's a great honour we were supposed to have you earlier in the year I know. but yeah, things we got pushed earlier. back so um, it's really such an honour to have you here um, and I said as I said before at the start of the interview we are doing a really quick meet and greet upstairs so if you guys do want to like meet Millie and get a photo with her just um, like once we've gone upstairs just form a line on the top of the and we'll let you in one by one to get a photo um, and stuff like that. And then the other thing I just want to say is that, um, in terms of announcements, the open period um, with our membership discount comes to an end on Thursday. So if you're thinking about getting a union membership, um, please buy one but by Thursday, because that's when the discount ends. um, And that's when our open period ends as well. We've got access memberships if you're on a Cambridge bursary and stuff like that. Um, But yeah, that's all from me. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. And please give a round of applause to Millie B. Thank you.